I forgot to start with. Uh, I think we're starting now. Uh, we're recording. We're recording. Hi. Hello. Hello, world. And welcome to Known Unknowns. Podcast. Yes. This voice is Carly. This voice is Harry. We're pretty, I think you can tell who is who. I hope so. Right. Just in I case. I talk a lot. And I talk a little. And my voice, I would say, is a little higher pitched. And my voice is lower pitched. Pitched. Yeah. Pitched. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, Enough of that. <laughs> uh, so, happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. Christmas is coming up in just two days from when this comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe Hanukkah started a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we just talked about this, but Kwanzaa, I don't really know if anyone knows anything about Kwanzaa, please tell me. That's and happening. Let me, tell, let me tell you my story okay. about Kwanzaa. What's your Kwanzaa story? Well, so in fourth grade or like fifth grade, I don't know, young elementary school, I think, actually, we my music teacher for our holiday program, which everyone in my school was white and Christian mm-hmm. and... The whole population of Delavan was white yeah. and Christian. Mm-hmm. No, I did not know one Jewish person until I went to college and my roommate was Jewish. And yeah. it was shocking to me. <laughs> I was like, what? I think the population of Delavan was something like 98 point something percent white. Yeah, something crazy. Like, ev- and everyone's a Christian. Like, I did not know a Jew- no. One time we had a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, that's exotic. In my class. <laughs> and she pulled, she kept Twizzlers in her pants. <laughs> and in the middle of class, she'd pull them out. Well, that's. And she's the one that didn't believe in Abraham Lincoln. Oh, right. Did I tell this story? I, I don't think remember I told if you told story. it on the podcast. I think I t- She didn't believe in Abraham Lincoln. Weird. She didn't, she was like, Abraham Lincoln's not real. And then we'd be like, yes, it is. And she's like, don't argue with me, my religion. And we're like, what? And then apparently my teacher reached out to her mom and she was like, yes, we believe in Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> yes, we say the Pledge of Allegiance. Like, cause she was like, I can't say the Pledge of Allegiance because it says God. She, and her mom was like, yes, she can. Her mom like worked in the government too. Well, because, because the Pledge of Allegiance says God, she couldn't say it. Yeah. She was weird. Anyway, Jehovah's she pulled the- witnesses love God. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then one time we were like doing a game of like Christmas songs, like name the Christmas song. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't play because I'm, I'm not Christian, which like not making fun of them, but like I'm making fun of this girl specifically. So the teacher was like, okay, you don't have to play. She's like, you can either sit out in the hallway or just sit here and watch, which horrible. <laughs> yeah. So she sat there and watched and every round she would yell out the Christmas song ha! and we're like, Bitch, you know, you listen to Christmas music, obviously. <laughs> anyway, she pulled the Twizzlers, uh, other story, she pulled out the Twizzlers out of her pants in the middle of class and she would just like eat them really awkwardly in the corner. Oh. And then she stole my friend's lunch bag out of her, uh, out of her desk. Wow. She was crazy. I just, I can picture, like, it wasn't even in her pocket. Like, she'd pull them out of her pants and eat them. It was the weirdest <sighs> thing. That's so funny. Anyway, Kwanzaa, <laughs> right. we had to sing a song. All right. 
Yeah. We 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 were we were learning songs for our holiday concert, and we had to sing a Kwanzaa song, and we learned it, and it was just like light the kinara for Kwanzaa, like over and over again. <laughs> That's all, and I still remember it, and I remember practicing it for like weeks, and then randomly, we stopped working on it, hmm. and we we switched songs. We just stopped working on it. Never really talked about it. Very and strange. I think they were told, my teacher was told that we couldn't sing that. Hmm. But we could sing Christmas songs, not Kwanzaa songs. <laughs> and I mean, no one in our school celebrated Kwanzaa. I don't yeah, I quite would. understand why we were doing that. For I don't know. She was trying to be inclusive. Yeah, yeah I know. So. But like, we didn't even know what Kwanzaa. We were like, "What's Kwanzaa? Is that the one with the with the menorah? Like, that's a weird... is that the one with all the candlesticks? I mean, yes, I think. Doesn't it have stick candlesticks? I think yes. But there's different amounts and right the kinara and the mm-hmm. menorah. Yeah, they're they're different. Yeah, uh, I looked it up, and Kwanzaa goes from December twenty sixth to January first. Oh, okay. That's why we couldn't sing it. It didn't happen in time. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, okay. So, anyway. So, just to uh, distract you from all of your holiday-ness. Yeah. The holidays can be a happy time. They can be a overwhelming time. Maybe just a depressing time for some people. So. I feel like for a lot of people, for most people. It's what? Some, a de- just a depressing time yeah in some I'd fashion so. some of it's good yeah i mean i love christmas yeah. but we celebrate christmas personally yes so we don't know anything about anything else and we apologize <laughs> uh the only i know the kwanzaa song that's probably not a real kwanzaa song i don't know i don't really even know that much about christmas yeah harry wasn't raised religious I was raised Still am not. very Catholic, so there Good for it is. You. Yeah, <laughs> aren't you special? Uh huh. I come from a very Catholic family. Harry's family's Catholic too. He just not I went to a Catholic family. school for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. On to conspiracy corner. Yeah, we've got a episode long conspiracy corner yeah. for you. We have like a conspiracy segment, and then we have two conspiracy stories. Yeah, I crazy. Know. So all of you who love conspiracy theories, which who doesn't love conspiracy theories? <laughs> um, this is the episode for you, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. This episode should just be called Conspiracy Corner. Yeah, maybe. If we can't come up with something else, then it will be. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we have really like, you know, creative names, and then other times we just pull a quote from the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which either one I think is fine. Yeah. People don't really care. No. No. Also, you know what I want to know? What do you want to know? Who are very loyal. We have a lot of people who just, who have listened to every single episode because there's solid numbers like the first week. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I just want to know who's listened to every single episode. And if that's you, you're listening to this right now. So if you could just like, you know... <laughs> I don't know. Message us. G- give us a little tweet. I don't. I don't know. Something. I just want to know who you are so I can appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know 
You know, all mm-hmm. 1,000 of you, <laughs> I really need to know <laughs> who the loyal 1,000 people loyal are. Loyal 1 million <laughs> listeners who download yeah. and listen to every episode the day it comes out are. There's a there's some people. Yeah, there are At more than I thought. At least 250 are listening on the first like day, you know? S- uh, the real number is somewhere no, between four and nine million. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, I was like, don't actually tell them what the real number is. It's at least a thousand. So, <laughs> all one thousand listeners, loyal listeners who have listened to right. every single episode and who listen to it pretty soon mm-hmm. after it comes out. As I know, there are about twenty or thirty a thousand of you who might have listened to every episode, but only like. A week or two after you mm-hmm. it is uploaded. A few thousand of you have only listened to a couple episodes and like right? not the first two. Yeah. And then there are like 30 million of you who have only listened to the first episode and nothing else. Yeah. There are like 30 billion people who have listened <laughs> to like the first episode and then it goes down to like, you know, three mm-hmm. million on the rest of yeah. them. And then there's one person. Who has found our secret episode, which is hidden within a vault under Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And that person... Deserves a freaking prize. Yes. What What were you going to say? Well, they. I was going to say they've never been heard from again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> but that's not to say they don't still deserve a prize. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... The thousands of loyal listeners out there, I really, I really, I just, for my sanity, I really need to know who you are. Do I know them? Do I not know them? Is it people I would expect or people I would be like, oh, I wouldn't really expect you to be listening to all of them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) we should stop talking about this. Um, Also, everyone, go rate and review our podcast we should do this at the end but rate and review our podcast it's how we get noticed Mm -hmm. yeah the best way to get noticed please rate review download Mm -hmm. and subscribe yeah but like rate and review even if it's just like five stars and it's great (laughs) like it doesn't have to be long no one Mm -hmm. really cares yeah you've never listened to it other than this episode five stars good yeah I don't know. This episode's good, isn't it? The others must be good, too. Yeah. Hey, you listen to it. Like, you're not a dummy. Yeah. You want to admit that you listen to a bad podcast? No. No. You want to say that it's good so that people think you're smart, and then they'll listen to it, and they will feel smart, too. Mm Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. I'm playing with a rubber band. I know. He has a rubber band around his toe, and he's just... Messing with it. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. He just... Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our conspiracy segment. I'm excited about this. Harry, like, we don't really tell each other... We tell each other most of the time, like, what the topic is, but nothing really about it. Mm-hmm. So I I know what his stuff is, but I'm very excited for this conspiracy segment. Ready? Mm-hmm. Take it away, Harry. Okay. Uh, So I, as part of our... Uh, I, I have a uh, I have a conspiracy for you as part of our ongoing 2020 elections coverage. Whoop 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 whoop. Uh, this comes from uh, Ashley Feinberg, 
one of the finest internet sleuth internet sleuths out there. We love internet sleuths. Writing for uh, Slate.com. Um, she she put out an article uh, uh, a couple days ago called Pete Buttigieg's campaign says this Wikipedia user is not Pete. So who is it? So I am here to make the case that uh, Pete Buttigieg edits his own Wikipedia page. Which, like, let me just say, makes total sense. Oh, yeah. Like, if you know anything about Little Rat Boy, like, <laughs> I'm serious. Like, if you look anything into him, like, Harry, tell tell them about, like, what was he like? What do people say he was like as a kid? And, like... There, there was a, like, Twitter thread a while ago from someone who was, like, in his elementary school <laughs> class about how he, like... Um, he, like, started going by Pete rather than Peter because he thought it would be more marketable. He, like, Mm -hmm. was, like, obsessed with becoming president one day since, like, he was in second grade or something. He would, like... uh, He also... Buttigieg? Not how you pronounce it. I know. I think we talked about this on our last episode, too. Or was it two episodes ago? I I don't know. Yeah, probably. But, like, it's, like, butt, butt gig. Right. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how. It's not Buttigieg, but I he was did. trying to look up the other day how his dad pronounces the name, and I, I couldn't find anything. Yeah, he's just like very obsessive over like over his image and. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like he's like a sociopath, in my opinion. Yeah. But I'm, I'm surprised yeah. that you don't like him more because you're you're such a true crime fan i think you'd be i would think you'd be excited that someone's running to be our first serial killer president yeah see i like stories about murder i don't like murderers to become president of the united states (laughs) you know not all sociopaths are bad let me tell you i don't think all sociopaths are bad this one is and I think he is capable of murdering oh, if he hasn't murdered before. He has drowned some puppies in his day. 100%. Yeah. Anyway, continue with the theory. He edits his own Wikipedia page, which makes so much sense. Or at least he used to. I mean, if he doesn't have the time for it now, he hired someone to do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this this controversy all centers around a Wikipedia user... Uh, who goes by the name Streeling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Nerd. So, yeah, Streeling is an Irish word that means wandering. Um, it's a word used... <laughs> Not what? all who wander are lost. No, yeah. <laughs> that's that's more uh, of a Chastin thing than a Pete thing. Oh, uh, Chastin. Like, Poor Chastin. Yeah. He's stuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. But anyway, yeah. Um, so it's a word commonly used by James Joyce. Uh, James Streeling. Yeah. What is it? Oh, okay, it means okay. wandering. Yeah, 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 but yeah. he also uses it to mean like Joyce used it, and Ulysses some to mean like a l- promiscuous woman or something like that. What the 
frick? Okay. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it said. But anyway, uh, you know, so Pete's father was a, uh, or is an English professor who has studied James Joyce extensively. So Pete's dad? <laughs> yeah, Pete's dad. Is, studies uh, this guy who used this streeling word all the time? Yeah, and right. Pete also says that he carries the book Ulysses around with him, and that's one, it's one of his most influential books. Okay, yeah, someone mug him and see if he actually has that freaking book on him, because he's, he doesn't. No, he's... Go away. And if so, what a fucking nerd! <laughs> who? No, go away. It's heavy. Save it for your nightstand. I don't know. Whatever. Jesus, you're not reading it 24-7. What do you think think Pete's opinion on ebooks is? Is he... Is he pro or does he does he claim that he likes the feeling of an actual book in his hand? Does well, what's he, more marketable? I don't know. I I and think he's that young he has, and hip, so I bet he's like, yeah, let's do ebook. But he's also like an old person's ideal ideal yeah. of uh, what a young person should be. So he also <sighs> likes the traditional thing. He's such an intellectual. He just loves the smell of old books. I can see him. I I don't know. I think well, this... he obviously doesn't have a real opinion. Right. Yeah. No. I and mean, this like, is something that he's focus grouped. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. Good but question. I, I wish I knew. I'm guessing that Never... they couldn't come up with a conclusive answer, which is why we don't know. Yeah, I don't think he knows. That's why he doesn't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Streeling. Okay, so Streeling has been following Pete's Buddha Judge career. Wait, Pete, he, Streeling has been following... Pete's judge. Pete, Mayor Pete's <laughs> political career since before he was a mayor, uh, since the beginning. Mm, sketchy! Uh, so, his first... The first time... Well, the first time Pete was mentioned on Wikipedia was when Streeling added him to a list of candidates for Indiana State Treasurer back during that campaign in 2010. Okay, so he didn't have a Wikipedia page yet. No. So I'll get uh, to that a little bit later. Sorry, I'll stop asking questions. Just tell the story. Um, And so so he did that. Um, He added him to that. Then the next year, he also... Well, okay. So for the first thing that Streeling did was add Pete to the list of candidates for Indiana State Treasurer. He made a couple other like uh, minor uh, corrections to like related pages, like the State Treasurer page and some like stimulus package related things, just like and adding citations and and cre- uh, bettering the grammar because he's that kind of dork. Mm-hmm. Um, then a month later, he made a couple more edits, uh, among them editing the page for the literary scholar Terry Eagleton, um, who to add that they had he had been a visiting professor at Notre Dame University for a semester. Who? Uh, Terry Eagleton. Okay, who's so that? He's just a literary scholar who, um, but who went who was a visiting professor at Notre Dame for a semester. This would have been. During the time that Pete's father was also working in that English department as professor. Okay. Anyway, just just someone in Pete's tangential orbit who he's uh, editing something about that. Okay. Uh, then after the state treasurer race edited, uh, or 
then after the state treasure race ended, <laughs> after he lost, um, Streeling edited the notable alumni page for Deep Springs College to add the musician David Wax. Um, so okay. Pete has nothing to do with Deep Springs College, but Wax, David Wax, transferred from Deep Springs to Harvard College, which is where he met Pete Buttigieg. Oh. David Wax so he knows ended Pete. up playing at Pete's wedding, and mm. he describes Pete as one of his oldest friends. Okay. Um, later in 2011, after he won the race, uh, just after he won the his mayoral campaign, um, Streeling added Pete Buttigieg to the list of no- Rhodes of notable Rhodes scholars. That was that was just one day after he won the campaign. Six minutes later that day, he made the official Pete Buttigieg Wikipedia entry. Okay. Um, he also that day updated Pete's entry on the page for his high school's notable alumni no. to say that rather than. The candidate for mayor, he was now uh, mayor-elect. Um, he also added Pete to a list of notable Buddha judges. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so either this is a creepy, crazy stalker of Pete right. Buddha judge, or it's Pete Buddha judge. This uh-huh. is crazy. Okay. Uh, and, or butt gug. <laughs> yeah, however, however you say it. Yeah. Um, he also, uh, Streeling has also in the seemingly on politics unrelated move edited the page for Skagen watches which is like a uh, Dutch or Swedish uh, watch brand um, which but this is Pete's preferred brand of watches which <laughs> he is frequent almost always seen photographed wearing which oh, is like his God. campaign included in like I guess just like a a list of things about Pete if you're like gonna make content about him or something. Ugh, this is so bad. <laughs> Pete, why didn't you think about this? Of course people are gonna figure this out. And he, he he's also added uh Pete to like other you know, like notable alumni lists or you know, just other lists of notable people where they think that he ha- isn't getting his due. Someone um, please make a Wikipedia page about me. <laughs> Someone make a Wikipedia page about this podcast. <gasps> That'd be cool. Can we yeah. do that? Well, uh, I don't want to be the well, one to do that. You can't because... Um, so Streeling is very, like, whenever he edits stuff and, like, uh, posts about it on, like, the talk page or the discussion on Wikipedia, he's very careful to always say that he is in no way affiliated with Mayor Pete or his campaign because you're not allowed to edit Wikipedia if there's a potential conflict oh, of interest. Either you that. are the person who it is you're talking about or you work for them. God, um, they are like family. So this came up um, okay. earlier when with a user named Hanumang. Zero six. Um, they tried to create the first um, official Wikipedia page for Mayor Pete. Um, I think back in 2010 when he was running for state treasurer. Okay. Um, but it was taken down partially because it seems that people didn't think that he was notable enough at the time, but also because uh, Hanumang06 admitted to having been 
admitted to being a volunteer on his campaign. Um... And so the original Mayor Pete uh, page was taken down. I don't know. You have to be notable enough to do that. One of my teachers has a Wikipedia page. I, or one I mean, of my old professors I guess has if a they Wikipedia have enough, page. You know, they've got enough references about them or whatever. I guess. I'm trying to think about who would have made that. I don't, She's not like a big I movie mean, star or anything. She's been in a lot of TV shows, but just like one-liners, uh-huh. I mean, you know? It's, it's possible that she or her agent did because, the, I mean... That rule isn't super. That rule about like no conflict of interest isn't really. I mean, she is a cool person. Much. She was on Shameless once. She had a line on it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it more just goes on an honor system, unless okay. it's like a super obvious thing. So it's possible that your teacher made it for himself. I don't think she would have made it for herself. Probably not. Probably maybe it was maybe like, like a student. A student. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. People love her, yeah. so I guess that would or, make like, sense. Or her agent. That seems like the kind of thing an agent would do. That's true. But not everyone at... Well, I shouldn't say where she's... Rep- not everyone at that talent agency who's represented by them has a Wikipedia page, I don't think. Sure. Actually, I should look into that. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> continue with the story. This is irrelevant. Um. Anyway, so there... Uh, what else? Uh, so there's some controversy about the... Um, the original portrait that was uh, put on in, um, the uh, the Wikipedia page for Mayor Pete mm-hmm. um, af- uh, soon after he was inaugurated as mayor, they put the official portrait on the Wikipedia page of him uh, in 2012, I think. Okay. Um, and so this version of it was immediately taken down um his picture yeah this this yeah this picture but it did there are sites that like scrape wikipedia and will like mirror the pages somewhere else as an archive and so it's available on one other site what's wrong with it so the so it has it is a apparently a version of the picture that exists nowhere else on the internet um, oh. If you like download it and look at the metadata, there's a ton of information in there about like very specific things to do with the camera and like the photographer and stuff, which is not the case for basically any other picture that you download from just a like Wikipedia or anywhere. So um, it has to be available like somewhere else on the internet um, on Wikipedia. No, not necessarily. It can be. Um, or, but obviously, but, this person had a. So even private picture of people. Right, exactly. This the the picture that appears on like the mayor that appeared on the like uh, city of South Bend uh like website was like cropped differently and stuff yeah. and was like lower resolution. Mm-hmm. The the photographer's website has a version of the photo up, but it is also much lower resolution and s- slightly different cropping. And so like the only way that this version of this photo could have been um, uploaded to Wikipedia as if it was someone directly in contact with Pete had got it and put it up there. (laughs) The photographer says that he didn't distribute the original photo to anyone else except for Pete Pete. Buttigieg and his campaign. Oh, frick. Um, Awkward. Yeah. So uh, the Hanumang 06... um, uh, bah, 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 bah. 
the Hanuman Zero, Hanumang 06 account is run by this guy named Gar Nihar from South Bend, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that because he like said his name on another site where he used the same uh, username. And uh, Feinberg also reached out to him and was oh. like, hey, that's yeah, that's me. Um, when okay. she asked... Um, when she asked um, the Mayor Pete campaign about Streeling, they said that Streeling had nothing to do with them and that, um, yeah, that Mayor Pete and nobody else could be that person. Uh, she reached out to Garnihar. Wait, slash... so he said that Mayor Pete couldn't be Streeling? So that, yeah, that they have no idea who Streeling is. It's just some enthusiastic supporter out there. Um, okay. She reached out to Garnihar, um, and he said that, and he did claim responsibility for the Streeling account. Who's Garnihar? He's Hanumang06. He's a person who... Um, I thought that was the person you were talking about who reached out, who she reached out to first. Yes. Yeah. So he was a volunteer. Sorry. He was a volunteer on Pete's campaign for yeah, yeah, Treasurer. Yeah, no, 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 no. Go back. Okay. Who did Feynman reach out to first? She who said that they don't know who Streeling is. Uh, the Pete campaign. Mm-hmm. Oh, she reached out so, to the Pete so, campaign. Yeah, and, and they were like, like, "We don't know." Mm-hmm. And then she reached so out then to Hanga Manga Manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanga uh, Mang. Yes, and he he claimed responsibility for both the Hanumang zero six account and Streeling. Okay. Um. So, it's mm-hmm. possible that he is actually both, and that he created the Streeling account so that he could. Um, keep editing uh, information about Pete after he'd admitted to being a volunteer for him. That'd um, be silly to <laughs> admit to it but again. But like though. the amount of like very specific information about Pete means that this guy is extremely, um, you know, he's talking ex- to Mayor Pete. He's ex- yeah, he's extremely um. Uh, I close bet, to him or ex- obsessed with him. I bet Pete started it and then he handed it off to It could someone. be. Or like the campaign just told this guy, hey, you're going to, if anyone asks, this is you also. There's something weird going on there. Is, there is, yeah. That's weird. I don't like that. Um, yeah. So that's the whole story? That's basically the whole story, yeah. That this guy is either... So it's Mayor That Pete. either Mayor Pete, Mayor Pete or someone on, is like editing at Wikipedia himself or someone yeah. on his campaign, this Garni Har guy, is oh, editing yeah. it at his behest. Um, and also editing other things that Pete's just personally interested in that have nothing to do with his political career. What a creep. I yeah. hate him. Anyway, that is so weird. Sorry, I spent way too much time on that. <laughs> and you should... The actual... Ashley Feinberg explains it a lot better, so you should read the actual article on Slate. Cool. Okay, but before we move, before we move to Harry's actual story, yes. Unless you want me to go, since you just went. Um, I don't. Yeah, if you want to go, yeah. I need to pee. Okay. And we're back. Hey. With conspiracy corner, part two. <laughs> and I'm gonna start this one. All right. Ready? What'd you got? So, I am doing the Flat Earth Society, or Flat Earthers. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. I love it. Okay. So I'm just going to dive right in. Ready? Yes. 
Cool. So members of the Flat Earth Society claim to believe that the Earth is flat. Hell obviously. Yeah. They deem all evidence to the contrary, such as satellite photos of Earth as a sphere, to be fabrications of a round earth conspiracy yeah the, yeah it is orchestrated by nasa and other government agencies so they think round earthers are crazy okay <laughs> like that's a conspiracy which like you know the moon landing was faked and stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. which isn't that crazy of a thing to me but like flat earthers are insane to me yeah unless you believe Wait. it flat earthers no i don't think so why do they think oh well, i'm sure you'll get to it what why why what is the point of this conspiracy do they think i i, I think it gets into that okay i think i get into that okay uh the belief that the earth is flat has been described as the ultimate conspiracy theory which i would agree with because it's a pretty good a lot one. of them yeah According to the Flat Earth Society's leadership, it ranks have grown by 200 people, mostly Americans and Britons. Mm-hmm. This says Brit, yeah, per year since 2009. Judging by the exhaustive effort, Flat Earthers have invested in fleshing out the theory on their website. Yeah, uh, that sentence just ended. <laughs> okay. I didn't. I didn't add Good to job. the end of that sentence. Good job. So, but they do flesh out their theory on their website. Like mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so first, a brief overview of a flat earther. Yeah. So the leading flat earther theory. So there's like different flat earther theories, but there's like mm-hmm. main ones. Okay. So the leading one holds that Earth is a disk with the Arctic Circle in the center. Mm-hmm. And Antarctica is a 150 foot tall wall of ice around the rim. Oh. And NASA employees... What they do is guard the ice wall to prevent people from climbing over and falling off the disc, well, falling off the earth. All right. Well, that's good. We don't want that to happen. Right. They're this doing a good uh, deed. keeps. Yeah. 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 This keeps with their skepticism of NASA, known flat earther conspiracy theorist Nathan Thompson. Uh. So okay. Wait. This. All right. So. That keeps with their skepticism of NASA. And then this is a separate known flat earther conspiracy theorist, Nathan Thompson. I think you might remember this. Okay. I think people might remember. Like, recently approached a man, I think it was in 2017, uh, a man he said was a NASA employee in Starbucks in mid-May. And then in a YouTube video of the exchange, so Thompson, like, filmed it. Thompson, who is the founder of the official Flat Earth and Globe discussion page, mm-hmm. shouted that he had proof that the Earth is flat, like at this NASA employee. Okay. In the Starbucks. Yeah, I vaguely. I remember, remember this. this. I re- apparently saying an astronaut drowning was his proof, and that NASA is lying. Weird. That's what he said in the YouTube video. Okay. I I feel like I remember seeing this. Yeah, okay. I remember seeing this. So. Earth's day and night cycle is explained by the sun and moon. They are spheres measuring 32 miles that move in circles 3,000 miles above the plane of the Earth. Okay. Stars, they say, move in a plane 3,100 miles up. <laughs> wow, right. this is, like, really confusing. Uh, like spotlights, these celestial spheres illuminate different portions of the planet in a 24-hour cycle. Wait, so do they think all the stars are on one plane that's moving at the same rate? Yeah, they move in a plane. 
What about one plane like, thirty one hundred miles up? Okay. What about like the planets and stuff? Do they think of? I mean, I mean, they obviously don't think they're real, but like those move at different rates than the stars across the sky. They're on different. I don't know. Planes. They're on a different. There's another plane. Yeah, probably. For, okay. Yeah. Uh, like just curious. Yeah. So flat earthers believe there must also be an invisible anti-moon that obscures the moon during lunar eclipses. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they think Earth's gravity is an illusion. Objects do not accelerate downward. Instead, the disk of Earth accelerates upward at 32 feet per second squared, driven oh. up by a mysterious force called dark energy. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Everything seems very scientific until you get to dark that, energy. Yeah. I, but I like that idea that <laughs> yeah, I know. gravity isn't real. We're just moving up really fast. So if you... <laughs> So if you jump, like, the Earth is moving up. Not right, you're you. not landing. <laughs> the Earth is just coming up to meet you. Uh, okay. I love that idea. Me too. Currently, there's a disagreement among flat earthers. Yes! I knew there was some, like, controversy currently going mm-hmm. on. About whether or not Einstein's theory of relativity permits Earth to accelerate upward indefinitely without the planet eventually surpassing the speed of light. Uh, because Einstein's law apparently still holds up in this oh, right, because it's alternative not, version of reality. Because right, we're moving at nine point eight meters per second squared. We're not we're we're, we're accelerating. We're not just moving at a constant rate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, as for what lies underneath the disk of Earth, this uh-huh. is unknown. But most flat earthers believe it's composed of, ready, rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Just rocks. Just rocks. Okay. That's all I got was Just rocks. rocks all the way down? <laughs> yeah, rocks. <laughs> What's under the earth? Okay, okay. <laughs> Do they have any, so, they, so they don't have any ideas about how far down the rocks go? Are the rocks also moving up or are there just always more rocks coming underneath I think us? the rocks also move up. It's part of the flat. So there's, there's, so there's eventually a bottom of the earth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's not, we're just not on an ever-growing pile of rocks that no. are coming from who knows where. I don't think where. so. Okay. That'd be funny, though. I'm going to start that new theory. Uh, then there's the conspiracy theory that flat earthers believe photos of the globe are photoshopped. GPS devices are rigged to make airplane pilots think they are flying in straight lines around a sphere when they are actually flying in circles above a disc. Oh. So they're not, they're like flying above the disc Right. In circles. Mm-hmm. Not around the... Right. Because yeah. that's why they're curved flight paths, because they're actually curved. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the motive for world government's concealment of the true shape of the Earth has not been ascertained. Okay. So they don't know why they're hiding this from us. No. Flat earthers believe it is probably financial. <laughs> uh, yeah. Quote, follow the money. In a nutshell, it would logically cost much less to fake a space program than to actually have one. So those in the conspiracy profit from the funding NASA and other space agencies receive from the government. End quote. This is uh, on the Flat Earther website's um, FAQ page explanation. Okay. So NASA is Is just... Is that fact? Yeah, FAQ. Yeah. Frequently asked questions. (laughs) 
frequently fact. asked question yeah. fact page. Um, but yeah. So it's uh, <laughs> what a dumb like. Well, I mean, it'd be cheaper to NASA's, fake it than to actually have one. So NASA one. is just a grift that's just pocketing the money. That well, they're we the garters of the wall, NASA. Mm-hmm. Right. So well, they're pocketing most of the money. They're spending like yeah. a few million to like protect us from ourselves, and yep. the rest of it they're just keeping. Yeah. Cool. So uh, that's most of it. So now I'm gonna go into like who actually believes in right uh, the Earth being flat. Mm-hmm. Actually, a lot of people. <laughs> so plenty of celebrities have been quite vocal. Uh, with their beliefs. For instance, on January 25th, 2016, uh, rapper-singer Bobby Ray Simmons Jr., known as B.O.B., released a track called Flatline, in which he discusses astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson. Is that Uh how you say it? Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson, after the two had a Twitter battle over the sphericalness of the planet. Oh, yeah. I vaguely remember that, too. Yes. B.O.B. is convinced Earth is flat. A day earlier, the rapper tweeted, (laughs) the rap tweeted, uh, quote, no matter how high an elevation you are, the horizon is always eye level. Sorry, cadets. I didn't want to believe it either. End quote. Oh, buddy. Yeah. And then there's Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. In a podcast aired on February 26th, 2017 former nba player shaquille o'neal proclaimed our home planet is flat saying that when he drives from florida to california quote it's flat to me end quote (laughs) shaq later said he was just kidding all right Uh, good good i can still like shaq Mm -hmm. uh some believers have gotten creative in their quest to prove a flat planet conspiracy theorist d marble Posted Uh on YouTube on May 1st, 2017, that he brought a spirit level aboard a flight from Charlotte, North Carolina to Seattle, Washington, Uh to see whether the plane's nose would dip to, quote, compensate for curvature, end quote, of the Earth. Mm. He said on the video, uh, quote, I recorded a 23 minute and 45 second time lapse, which by those measurements means... The plane traveled a little over 203 miles. According to spherical trigonometry given to explain the heliocentric model, this should have resulted in the compensation of five miles of curvature. As you'll see, there was no measurable compensation of curvature, end quote. Mm. The air bubble in his level remained centered, which he said proves the Earth is flat. Okay. Interesting. So here's a list of some flat earthers. Thomas Dolby. Nice. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Irving. Kanye West. Hell yeah. Which isn't surprising. Yeah, AJ who knows what he Styles. believes at any given day. <laughs> I know. So most of these people are football and basketball players. I think there's a wrestler in here. And mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't write Styles all of them down because I was like... Mm. <laughs> no one knows these people. Tila Tequila, she's on the list. Yeah, Tila Tequila. <laughs> Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Sherry Shepherd. Uh, I put Alo Toff football and basketball players, which I me- meant to type a lot of, not Alo <laughs> Uh Some wrestlers, some singers. All right. Um, so I'm gonna get into this is my last little bit. Okay. So the 
so that's so those are some flat earthers. Do you recognize any of those? Yeah. Yeah. I, I recognize many of them. Some of the I'm not all top of them. I all top of them, and I am. I don't. Yeah, I have a gen. Yeah, you know, I had a general awareness that there were several basketball players yeah. and a few football players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know how to say this. The zetetic, zetetic method. Uh, sure. I don't know. Uh, so this is what flat earthers believe okay. in the zetetic method. I don't know how to say it. The theory follows from a mode of thought called the zetetic method, an alternative to the scientific method. Okay. Developed by a 19th century flat earther in which sensory observations reign supreme. Okay. So, quote, broadly, the method places a lot of emphasis on reconciling empathy empiricism 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 and rationalism and making logical deductions based on empirical data end quote flat earth society vice president michael wilmore told life's little mysteries mm-hmm. oh that's what he told life's little mysteries that was the quote i just oh, okay <laughs> that was poorly written sorry uh, in zetetic astronomy, the perception that Earth is flat leads to the deduction that it must actually be flat. Right. I, I don't feel the curve of the Earth, so therefore it must not be there. The anti-moon, NASA conspiracy, and all of the rest of it are just rationalizations for how that might work in practice. Mm-hmm. Many of its supporters genuinely, con- genuinely consider it a more plausible model of astronomy than the one found in textbooks. Okay. So basically just your gut feeling about yeah. things. Or what you feel is probably right. Right. Quote, the question of belief in sincerity is one that comes up a lot, Wilmore said, who's like the vice president of Flat mm-hmm. Earth. Yeah. If I had to guess, I would probably say that at least some of our members see that Flat Earth Society and Flat Earth Theory as kind of an... Epistemological exercise, whether as a critique of the scientific method or as a kind of solipsism solipsism for beginners. There are also probably some who thought the certificate would be kind of funny to have on their wall. (laughs) That being said, I know many members personally, and I am fully convinced of their belief. End quote. Okay. So Wilmore counts himself among the true believers, obviously. Uh-huh. My own convictions are, are a result of philosophical introspection and considerable body of data that I have personally observed and which I am still compiling. Uh-huh. Strangely, Wilmore and the society's president, a 35-year-old Virginia-born Londoner named Daniel Shenton, both think the evidence for climate change is strong. Despite much of the evidence coming from satellite data gathered by NASA, uh, the kingpin of the round earth conspiracy, and they also accept evolution and most other mainstream tenets of science. <laughs> all right. That's all I got, folks. So, okay. Does, but, okay. But do they think that climate change is being caused? Do they just think that climate change is happening or that it's being caused by human stuff or doesn't say that well they they believe most of the evidence of climate change is strong so like everything that's causing it is like yeah probably right so there is there is no sphere but there is an atmosphere yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
This is why it says strangely. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Okay, I'm just sorry. This was a poorly. I didn't. I wrote it in like 20 minutes, <laughs> and then I never looked over it again. That's if you all couldn't right. tell, because I didn't sure know much about my it. Script. I wonder if they think like it's getting hotter because we're getting closer to something, or we're getting further away from something. Do they think that the ice wall at the end of the earth is going to melt? Yeah. That's no good. We're all going to fall off. (laughs) And we're all going to fall off the earth. Yeah. So I just think flat earthers are kind of goofy. This was kind of basic. Uh Uh-huh. Because, like, flat earthers. (laughs) But, like, you know, it's a basic, fun kind of conspiracy. It is fun. Yeah. Do you... Okay. So do you think that the people who are, like, the main people of the movement, they actually believe it? Yeah. Do you think they do? I think yeah? so. Yeah. Okay. I was just just Go to their website. Thought. It is crazy. It answers a lot of weird questions. Okay. Oh, I guess I kept up a bunch of tabs. Oh, that's why my script was so short. Oh. I planned on going more into it. Hang oh. on, wait. All right. All Let right, me right. read a little more about it. I might have some answers. Okay. Sorry, this is going on. No, that's okay. Forever. It's oh, a, I didn't take that long. It yeah. took like 20 minutes. Um Not even. Let's see. Why did I? So in the flat earth model. Oh, wait, I put this gravity rather than being a force is an upward acceleration of the earth. The earth always accelerates upward at one gram, one, one G, Mm, one gram, which is equivalent to the gravitational acceleration in the round earth model. Like the force of gravity, the Earth's acceleration causes several commonly observed phenomena in our daily lives. I don't think one G means one gram. I think <laughs> G is just G is just the measure of like gravity, basically. Yeah. So like force uh, acting on stuff, gravitational force. Okay. Cool. Um, I don't know what it stands for. But do you want to learn about the velocity of Earth? Uh. Kinda. I've, I'm fascinated by their theory of gravity. Yeah. This Okay, so this is all about their gravity theory, because I, I pulled up the gravity stuff because I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um. So, according to the special theory of relativity... Wait, no, no, no. Universal acceleration. Okay. Is a theory of gravity within the flat Earth model. Uh-huh. The traditional theory of gravity, Newton's law you know, whatever, is incompatible with the flat Earth model because it requires a large spherical mass pulling objects uniformly toward its center. Mm -hmm. Rather than a downward pull due to the presence of mass, the theory of universal acceleration asserts that the roughly disc-shaped Earth is accelerating upward at a constant rate of 9.8 miles a second squared. Meters per second squared. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, meters per second squared. This produces the effect commonly referred to as gravity. Mm-hmm. There are two universal acceleration models. The first model deals with universal accelerator, which sits underneath the Earth and accelerates anything it touches. The second model deals with dark energy, which accelerates all celestial bodies, including the Earth and the universe. Modern, modern astrophysics accounts... That the expansion of the Earth is due to dark energy. Okay. So there's dark energy and a universal accelerator. Weird. Yeah. This is, it's just so needlessly complex. Why not just say gravity is real, but it's different? It does. 
where it just pulls things down or like just say there's something under the earth that's really big and that's why things fall down i don't know according to the special theory of relativity the earth can accelerate forever without reaching or passing the speed of light I don't know. Relative to an observer on Earth, the Earth's acceleration will always be one. Okay. Relative to an inertial observer in the universe, however, the Earth's acceleration decreases as its velocity approaches C. The speed of light. Speed of light. It all all depends on our frame of reference to measure and explain the Earth's motion. Thus, despite... What most people think, there's no absolute speed or velocity of the Earth. I'm, it's just so This is all coming from their website. Yeah, I know. It's just Sorry, amazing just... that these people understand physics so much better than I do, but at the same time, so much worse. I know. You want to hear about uh, the free-falling object? Yeah, why not? Assu- this is all on the gravity page. Okay, I Ass- want to hear about tidal effects next. Okay, cool. Assuming there is no drag, an object leaving the Earth's surface will undergo inertial motion until the accelerating Earth catches it. Got it. In our frame of reference, the object looks as if it is falling to the ground, technically. In such reference frame, we can never tell how the Earth is accelerating towards the object or the object is accelerating towards the Earth. However, one thing is certain. The object appears to be accelerating relative to us non-inertial observers. This is so confusing. Yeah, I know. I'm so... This is so much information I can't understand. Terminal velocity. Okay, terminal velocity. In the round Earth model, terminal velocity happens when the acceleration due to gravity is equal to the acceleration due to drag. In the flat Earth model, however... There are no balanced forces. Terminal velocity happens when the upward acceleration of the person is equal to the upward acceleration of the Earth. Okay. Uh, question. If gravity does not exist, how does terminal velocity work? Answer. When the acceleration of the person is equal to the acceleration of Earth, the person has reached terminal velocity. Mm-hmm. Okay. I... Yeah, I'm con- I'm going to see if I've picked out <laughs> anything wild. else that's interesting. Oh, it. if you go to their experimental evidence, yeah, they have a lot of ex- uh, stuff about evidence. Um, there's it is proven that the ship does not sink behind a hill of water, but that it actually perspective which, but it is actually perspective which hides it. This demonstrates that the Earth is not a globe. There have been experiments where half-sunken ships have been restored by simply looking at them through telescopes showing that they are not actually hiding behind hills of water. And then there's like a link that goes to the experiment. right. Yeah, there's a lot of experiment stuff Uh that you can go check out. Um, A lot of... (laughs) Evidence for the Project Apollo and why that's fake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mars missions, why those are fake. Okay. The Chinese space hoax and other miscellaneous stuff like a close look at the lunar lander. Hmm. So go to their website, theflatearthsociety.org. And if you if you want to know more about this, sorry, this was a lot of kind of physics and weird physics that no one understands. <laughs> um, this was kind of crazy. I wish you can read more about, you know, the ice wall. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I might. Stuff I like that. Motive. The cosmos. Uh, 
ships appear to sink as they recede past the horizon. Anyway, I need to stop. <laughs> okay. All right. So that was a lot. Yeah. All right. Sorry. That's okay. We're going back to me now. Yeah. So, Conspiracy Corner, part three. <laughs> okay. I am going to uh, talk about the POW MIA conspiracy theory. The POW MIA issue. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I will begin now sorry i don't know okay how to start all right do you have anything else you want to say no i have nothing else i talked too long okay well i'm about to talk too long too okay cool so you've seen the pow mia flag uh it's a black rectangle in the middle there's a white circle containing the silhouette of a soldier in front of a guard tower and a barbed wire fence above the circle are the letters in white pow and mia uh, below are the words, you are not forgotten. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? It's no. flown outside of houses. I'll show you. I don't think I've ever seen this. Oh, yeah, you definitely have. Um, okay. It's... Um, yeah, this, We're looking it up. This one. Oh, this yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Pal That's MIA. like everywhere. It's like on... Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's flown on out, outside houses, yeah. state and local government buildings, post offices. We'll post a picture of it if um, you don't know what, you're, what we're talking about. Because <laughs> yeah. I did. I, I had know. to, like, the look US, at the picture. The U.S. Capitol and the White House are required by law to flow it below the American flag on six specific dates every year. Oh. It's on bu- bumper stickers, back windows of pickup trucks, yeah, jacket patches. It is ubiquitous in the American vexillological, vexillological landscape. Why do you use big words? Sorry. Like that? <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> uh, it is by far the most famous flag ever to be born directly out of a racist conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so our story goes back to the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Um, so during the U.S.'s involvement in Vietnam... The Defense Department had a hard time determining the exact number of American prisoners of war being held in Vietnam. Okay. Uh, They didn't have a very effective intelligence network over there. Wait, wait, wait. So explain POW MIA. Uh, Prisoners of war. Prisoners of war and missing missing in action. action. That's a designation for people who... So for soldiers who who we don't know what happened to them, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what the flag is for, yeah. right? Yeah, to say you support them, raise awareness for them, like or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the U.S. didn't have a very effective intelligence network in Vietnam, so they had we had to rely on North Vietnamese newspaper and radio broadcasts, as well as like the memories of the few prisoners who were returned early. Like who they like memorized lists of the other people held with them, or we listened to propaganda and to try to get a sense of who was over there, who there. Uh, so the best they could do was come up with a rough estimate, estimate which at the war's end in 1973 was about 600 prisoners of war. So when after the Paris Peace Accords in 1973, 591 POWs were returned to the U.S. There shouldn't have been too much controversy since that number would have been about what they estimated it being. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but this is where the conspiracy theorizing comes in. Okay. Uh, so at the time, and for decades afterward, and to this day, lots of people believed, despite all evidence to the contrary, that there are still <laughs> live prisoners held captive in Vietnam, possibly numbering in the thousands. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so why do people think that? Um, yeah, why? As with so much that is wrong in our world, it can be traced back to Nixon. <laughs> Before Richard Nixon's first term, the standard classification for a soldier whose fate was unknown was KII slash BNR, killed in action slash body not recovered, because the most likely outcome was that they had been just killed in action and their remains were either inaccessible or unidentifiable, though leaving open the slight possibility that they could still be alive somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Not really. That doesn't leave. Uh, well, okay. Killed and yeah. your body, we killed, can't find it. Killed in action and or body hope. not recovered. Missing in action yeah. as a hope. Right. Not a lot like, more. There isn't any false hope, hope in the other. Yeah, you're one. right. Okay. There's... It's like you're killed and or we can't find your body. Yeah. We can't find we your can't body. Find your body or you. I mean, saying you can't find the body means that it's possible they're alive. Uh, okay. I but like I mean but it's it's a more accurate accurate representation of what likely happened. They almost certainly are dead. It's possible that they're just missing. And then we generally called people we knew to be POWs POWs. Okay. Um but in the late 1960s the Vietnam War was growing more and more unpopular. The anti-war movement was picking up steam and unrest in the US was growing by the day. And so the Nixon administration attempted to recast the atrocities our military was committing in the name of colonialist domination in a new light. On May 19, 1969, Defense Secretary Melvin Laird announced that most unaccounted for soldiers, or I think basically all unaccounted for soldiers, would now be described as POWs slash MIA, and that there were now 1,300 service members under this new classification. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vietnam War was now a necessary humanitarian action. Whatever the reason for sending them over there in the first place, now our good boys were lost and probably being tortured by godless communists in a bamboo cage somewhere. And we had to keep fighting to get them back home. Was that a quote or did no, you write that? No, it's just stuff that I Okay. Wrote. Why? No, I thought you were quoting someone. No. <laughs> uh, the gambit worked. Uh, millions of silver POW bracelets were sold, appearing on the wrists of celebrities from Samus, Sammy Davis Jr. to Grace Kelly and anyone else who wanted to raise awareness for the plight of our missing men and boys abroad. Uh, the profile <laughs> of the National League of Families of America... What? This is why it takes you four hours to write a script, because it <laughs> needs to be perfectly crafted text. Sorry. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, uh, the profile and membership of the National League of Families of American Prisoners and Missing in Southeast Asia, which had been founded in, back in 1967, skyrocketed during the early 1970s. And in 1971, they adopted the ubiquitous black and white flag. Okay, so what's the issue with this so far? Well, that they're spreading false information that there are, put, or they're like spreading misleading information about uh, how many prisoners of war there actually are over there and how many. Oh, so we just, that's like, oh, like everyone Nixon, missing is a prisoner of right. war. Right, if we don't. Yeah, okay. if we don't know what happened to them, even though we know we that know they're, they're probably dead, almost them... certainly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get we're it still going to say. 
Hey, we don't know where they are. They They're could be prisoners, prisoners of war. We need to keep fighting to get them back. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I get it now. So even after Nixon resigned, this belief... Ugh. Oh, wait, uh, oh, wait, hold on. I skip in a paragraph. Once okay. the war was over and all the real prisoners had been released, there was still a widespread belief that there were live prisoners being withheld in Vietnam. Like, I get... I don't know. Like, I don't... I, I feel like a lot of people ignorantly... Mm-hmm. were like oh this is helpful right. like they yeah, genuinely exactly. thought it was like a good thing to raise awareness about but yeah, really definitely. it's just but they were just yeah they're just like, like playing into the hands of the war machine yeah and like we need to keep fighting these people who are holding our people mm-hmm. and like no 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 they just died yeah you know mm-hmm. yeah uh so yeah there's so the belief there were still prisoners in Vietnam was partially because the Defense Department's actual estimate of around 600 prisoners wasn't reported publicly, really. Uh. And instead, you know, they gave out the inflated POW slash MIA numbers. Do we hold prisoners of war? Yeah, but I mean, it's usually people like at the end of the war, basically, you like just give all the prisoners back. That's so scary. Mm-hmm. What do they do with prisoners of war? Just hold them or... Torture them. torture them oh my god i don't like this okay keep going <laughs> uh so at the end of the war they were saying that there were t- 2500 pow mias um, wow yeah uh it was also because for months after the war ended president nixon threatened to take further military action against vietnam if more prisoners weren't released while he knew full well that they that there were none <sighs> Um, even... So it's just us not trusting that they returned all of our all the prisoners. Yeah, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, even after Nixon, that's what that's what it was at first. Okay. Uh, even after Nixon resigned, this belief that there were still Americans alive uh, in Southeast Asia persisted and was widely accepted. An entire subgenre of action movies about post-war rescue missions into Vietnam emerged in the mm-hmm. 70s and 80s. Oh the God. most famous example being like Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Where he is, like, tasked with going into Vietnam to find prisoners of war, but don't engage the enemy. And then, okay. of course, he shoots every uh, Vietnamese person he sees. But oh. like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, in the late 80s, the National League of Families of American Prisoners and Missing in Southeast Asia split into two groups. Uh, because so much of the membership believed that the group's leaders needed to take more radical action to push for the recovery of live prisoners they believed to exist. Um, Diplomatic relations between the U.S. and Vietnam were slow to repair because of the issue, and prejudice against Vietnamese people was made worse due to their being painted as cruel, sadistic, primitive folk for continuing to hold on to the prisoners for so long and for apparently no reason. Yeah. While they, you know it was normal um over time many people began to accept that there probably weren't any live pow's left in vietnam and forgot that they ever believed that there were but let me guess there's still people who think Mm. they're over there today of course others though saw the lack of progress in returning captured soldiers home not as proof that they didn't exist but as proof that our own government was complicit in keeping them over there no because they i just didn't care enough to do anything about it um, people in Southeast Asia learned soon enough that they could build an industry around selling information, quote unquote, about live prisoner sightings to American rubes who wanted to believe in them. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of Western grifters, Sorry, too. Kind of... <laughs> yeah, no, it is. 
Plenty of Western grifters have raised money to finance expeditions into Vietnam to free the captives believed to still be there. Of course, turning up empty. Uh, Some true believers attempted the same. Uh, One person who I think is crazy enough to genuinely believe his own Rambo bullshit is Bo Gritz. Uh, He was a former Green Beret and Special Forces officer and apparently made several trips to attempt to save imprisoned phantoms. Uh, in 1982, Clint- Sorry, though- Harry, use real words. Sorry. <laughs> oh, in this ni- is why it takes you a million years to write your stuff down. <laughs> <sighs> so in 1982, Clint Eastwood and William Shatner gave Bogritz $30,000 and $10,000, respectively. Clint a- Eastwood? Yeah. The Western guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. William Shatner, the Star Trek guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, like, a, so they gave him forty thousand dollars in exchange for his life rights, um, and Gritz used that. Want to make a movie? Yeah, so they could yeah have the rights to his life story if they wanted to make a movie about him. Oh, uh, Gritz, you. I think it was more that they just wanted to give him money, but needed something in, mis- in exchange. I don't because they never oh. actually made a movie about him. I don't th- actually no. Uh, I think there were documentaries and stuff made about him. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, but. Gritz used that money to finance another trip to Thailand from where he he and a band of mercenaries would cross into Laos to search for evidence of live POWs. Uh, almost as soon as they crossed the border, though, they were ambushed. They that, wouldn't be alive still. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah. Not by communists, but by a Laotian anti-communist group whom they had apparently offended in Thailand the day before. Uh, they retreated back across the border... Mm-hmm. If you make that popping noise with your mouth one more time, everyone just listen for it. It's like every sentence. (laughs) They retreated back across the border promptly. Uh, The only person they ended up freeing was one of their own group, for whom they paid a $17,500 ransom to the Laotian anti-communist militia. Uh, there were okay. several congressional investigations into the POW MIA issue, all of them finding no evidence that there was anything to the myth. Uh, Bo Gritz was called to testify at a hearing the year after his adventure in Laos. When asked to provide evidence that there were live POWs in Southeast Asia, he responded, I have the same evidence, sir, that might be presented by a clergyman to convince you that God exists. Uh, No. (laughs) That doesn't... Okay. Um, Yeah. So... Those 2,500 MIA POWs at the end of the war were almost certainly all dead. Uh, On the ground, the Viet Cong used guerrilla warfare tactics and relied upon their ability to move quickly and quietly through the jungle, uh, so they wouldn't really be able to risk dragging a prisoner around with them. Uh, So most American ground troops who could potentially have become POWs were likely to just have been killed on the spot. Uh, The vast majority of unaccounted for POW MIAs are believed to have been killed in action while carrying out illegal missions either on the ground or in the air above Cambodia. Classifying them as KIA uh, uh, would have meant admitting to the media that the U.S. was invading a neutral nation. And so the government pretended that they just had no idea what what became of them Mm. rather than admitting we were breaking international law. Uh, so the POW MIA story is a sad one. It's sad. sad for the dead draftees stolen away from their lives and loved ones and forced to fight and die in an unknown land on the other side of the world, not even their remains able to return home ever again. 
Uh, it's sad for the people of Vietnam, their homes burned and their families massacred by a foreign superpower. And even after they successfully fight them off, they're unable to participate fully in, in diplomacy because they're blocked from joining the United Nations and other groups for years due to prejudices based on mm. pure fabrications. And it's sad for the ardent believers in the conspiracy who recognize who know enough to recognize that the United States empire will happily chew up and then promptly forget about young working class people in order to expand its reach, but are unable to comprehend that this is just business as usual for the military industrial complex and no amount of grit or determination or rugged individualism can ever change that. The end. Man, you always write like a 10 page essay, really more like a five page essay. And then you have like a conclusion paragraph. Sorry. You know that, right? Yeah. I know. And I'm just kind of like, I'm going to read some stuff off this page for you. <laughs> and then uh, not really know anything about it, but read it back to you. Uh, <laughs> that, so, yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of. The information I got for my story came from an article on the outline from you Nathan just Smith. Read that article. Oh, I did read the article. No, out loud. Yeah, but like. But no, you had to write your own paper. Well, I wanted it. to add other information <laughs> too. <laughs> I know it's. But just funny. he he does a good. Uh, yeah, it's a good article about the effects of the Pow MIA conspiracy. That you should that check was out. Sad by that, Nathan Smith. That was just a dumb. Sorry. Okay. And we still okay. That's weird. I don't like that. But okay. Yeah. Was sorry sad. to end on a downer. Yeah, that sucked. I'm sorry. That was a sad story. Sorry. I'd rather talk about flat earthers. Well, would you have anything else with flat earth to say? No. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> so is that it? Yeah, that's all I got. Alright. Um, we've got some We've got some uh, big plans coming for the new year. We're probably going to have our first guests on the podcast. Yeah. Coming up our in a... first guest. I don't know. Soon? Um, yeah, pretty soon. If not if not next week, then sometime in January we'll have... Yeah. We'll have... Uh, yeah. Uh, what else? We're... Oh, we, we should do a full episode on Jeffrey Epstein at some yeah, point. Yeah, we will. For sure. We're going to soon. Um. So that's um, coming in the new year. That'll be coming. Uh, what else? We've got our, we have a giveaway or a contest going on on Instagram right now. By the time they hear this, will it still be going on? Yeah, because this will come out tomorrow. Or I'm sure midnight. all of our loyal listeners have. Well, if you haven't yet, uh, it's going until Christmas Day at 11.59 oh, yeah. p.m. Mm -hmm. So you'll have two days after this comes out. Uh, to go to our Instagram, uh, there's a post for you to like follow us if you don't already and comment your favorite cryptid slash creature slash ghost story and, and let me tag yeah, yeah, one yeah. friend let me just say this i know okay i know sometimes they're kind of dumb to enter blah blah, blah and you may not want the starbucks gift card whatever or the stickers which they're really cool Yeah, that's what we're giving away we're giving away a 20 dollars starbucks gift card and uh some a six pack of uh different size stickers that have our logo on it they're yeah. really cute we made them yeah, um, yeah they're handmade um I might add a little like pin in there. I've been like experimenting, making like these known unknown like little pins, mm -hmm. um, and I I want to throw one of those in there for you. Um, but like 
even if you don't want any of that stuff, whatever, you think this is dumb, it, A, it helps us if you like it and comment for other people to see the posts that follow mm-hmm. us since Instagram has a weird algorithm or whatever and not yeah. everyone will see our post. And B, if you comment your favorite story, it really helps us like cater this podcast to you and like yeah. what you want to hear. Like we've we've actually heard that a lot of people like hearing creepy pasta stories, which was actually something we were going to do on a on like a bonus episode, but then we're like no, those are boring. No one will want to <laughs> hear those. So it's actually Mm-hmm. good to know and like there's some things i've never heard of before that you guys are actually really interested in and so it just kind of it, it helps us out a lot yeah oh, if I, you... my story today was because of a uh, listener recommendation yeah see like yeah, yeah yeah a lot of the stuff we've been doing it's like listener mm-hmm. recommendation so i'm gonna start we're, we've already compiled a list of all of your uh recommendations actually and mm-hmm. we've gotten so many people to enter so far and it's yeah. really really awesome i know um and really like tag people who you think might actually like the mm-hmm. podcast i know that's all always kind of a pain and you're just like oh let me just kind of tag my mom who yeah. won't see this <laughs> and i get it i, yeah. I get it um mm-hmm. but like if you can you know. uh, share it with someone who might like it it really, yeah. we really the love more, doing this yeah. podcast. The more people who uh, you tell about it and listen, the longer we'll be able to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. We want to make this podcast a lot bigger. We want to have merch eventually. Like yeah. we want to be able to do giveaways of like t-shirts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, we, I don't know. I love this podcast because this is stuff that I would just kind of do on my own and have no outlet for it. And now I get to share it with people. Yeah. So it's fun. I don't know. I really... Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, support us as much as you can. Like our Facebook page. Follow our Instagram. Share it with people, which I know mm-hmm. you guys have been doing. Yeah. It's just <laughs> rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That really, really, really helps. Mm-hmm. For any podcast you like, go rate and review their podcast on iTunes. Yeah. It helps. And subscribe and downloads help. Mm-hmm. Downloading podcasts is how you measure podcast stuff i mean i think yeah it also measures streams yeah but But, most people look at like how many downloads do you have per episode mm -hmm. you know right so that was a long one lots of conspiracy stuff yeah sorry it's like noon and we're just kind of like we go home tonight so we still need to traveling for christmas yeah so if it was kind of a whack episode, we apologize. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I don't think it was whack. Yeah, it was you, unorganized was on whack? my end. Oh. Well, mine too at the beginning. <laughs> and at just least. very like. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, thanks guys. We love Let's you. See. We're very excited to give away our uh, giveaway prize. I am. I'm yeah. like obsessed with hearing all of your stuff. And if you guys don't want to enter. The giveaway uh send us an email visit our website there's mm-hmm. a contact us tab you can get to the website from our instagram page from our facebook page probably from our from our twitter mm-hmm. um email us or just yeah. email us at known unknowns podcast at gmail.com with yep. a suggestion personal story if you want to be a guest on the podcast and tell a story mm-hmm. let us know yeah we want to have some more guests on here to yeah. get some personal stories on Tell your favorite conspiracy. I don't know. Yeah. Or if you just want to say hey. Or if you just want to be like, hi, I really like your podcast. That's really nice too. That would be, yeah. Love to hear that too. (laughs) So long, long, long 
Or if you want to say, hey, I like your podcast, but I think it could be better. Or if you know about Kwanzaa, or if you're one of our <laughs> loyal listeners, or you know about something I've asked about, and I'm like, hey, if you know anybody like this, if you know right. anyone who's been in a cult, if you have been in a cult, let me know. Yeah. I want to know. If one of, if one of us has made... Earther, yeah. Let me know. If one of us have made a mistake and you want to uh, correct us. Oh, yeah. Just be nice about be it. Be nice about it, because please. Because we're but, not very smart. No, I'm not. You are. No. But uh, yeah, if we made a mistake about something, please. Or if we said something offensive, which I we really try, I really hope not. I. But if we <laughs> accidentally said something that offended you somehow, please reach <laughs> out so we can apologize and fix that. Yeah. Um, we try our best to not offend <laughs> anyone. I don't know, but you know, we're dumb white people. Right. That's not an excuse to say offensive things. That's not an excuse. No way. Okay. Am I digging myself into a deeper hole now? I'm just it really saying, sounds like you think you've said something offensive. I don't think so. <laughs> I know. I really don't think I've said anything offensive, but it's like, oh, crap. Did I? <laughs> no, we Did edited it all out. Oh, my God. <laughs> just kidding. We don't know. Um, so, yeah. Okay. That's it. That's all. We're all going right. to the end of this podcast. Are you ready? Yeah, the end. Where's your phone? I, I don't know. I was looking for it while you were peeing. Uh, okay, we paused it and we found the phone. Found the phone. Not uh, that it... I mean, we need the phone because it has our sayings on it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. Were we supposed to share that? Okay, so... I've been Harry. And I'm still Carly. And this has been Known Unknowns. Podcast. <laughs> Known Unknowns Podcast. Don't fill up on bread. Gluten? Don't fill up on gluten. Sorry, it's keep gluten. going. I, that was it. Oh, don't say fill it up again. on Don't fill up on bread. Because it's weird out there. Bye. Bye. I feel like I get better at that. I, I'm shocked every time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>